first post-holiday edition of the Consumer Report Podcast. Today is December 6th, and I still have a lot of Christmas shopping to get done. I am, as always, your host, Chris, and with me again today is Chris. Hello, hello. And, of course, Ryan. Hello. Well, guys, uh, we're past Thanksgiving, and we're hurtling quickly towards Christmas. How are things going? Uh, things are going pretty good on my end. Um, looking forward to Christmas and uh, my Christmas party that I throw every year. Uh, kind of tired of sitting at home and not being able to really go anywhere, but uh, things could be worse. Hopefully that party will actually happen this year. I certainly hope so. Could they be worse? Uh, well, it's all a matter of perspective. I could, I could uh, not have a job. You know, that could make it worse. Yeah, and I suppose you could actually could get sick and die. That would be that kind would, of a bummer. Yeah, probably probably be worst case scenario. But yeah, yeah. I, well, I did ask been, the question. So. It's true. I I have been sick for the last two and a half weeks. So whatever I have is is being incredibly incredibly stubborn, and it's. But it's not the COVID. Well, I've been tested negative twice. Um, however, the doc that I saw said, uh, I think you have COVID. Uh, in fact, <laughs> that I have the symptoms that are lasting as long as they have. And the fact that my symptoms that I'm having still is dizziness and lightheadedness. I've never had a flu do that to me before I, for, I, for so long. I, I just, I, I think if they don't know what it is, they just assume it nowadays. So, uh, yeah. Knows? This point of finger. I mean, it it could be a very very bad flu. Who knows? But all I know is it's been. I've never had the flu for this long. Usually, like four or five days. Boom, I'm done. That's it. Get have a fever. Fever over with. Headaches. Yeah. Boom. That's it. But this yeah. is just like digging its nails in. But anyway, well, you you tend to have more issues with that kind of stuff, though. In that's general. true. That's very very true. So basically, it sounds like we're all doing fantastic. Yeah, is this is a we, great end of the 2020, let me tell you. As we try to figure out if 2020 will ever end. Yep. So 20, uh, 25 water. days to see. I guess if we wake up on December 31st again and pull a Groundhog Day, we'll know. God. Yeah. At least you hey. bought the, one of those uh, those dumpster fire ornaments for our movie this year. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated it. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it really puts a nice bow on this year, I think. And does it actually say 2020 on the ornament? Yeah, it does. It That's perfect. 2020, and it's got a, it's a green dumpster with orange fire coming out of it. That's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Hey, speaking of Groundhog Day, I need to tell you guys about this movie I watched. Uh-oh. Groundhog Day? It wasn't, amazingly. <laughs> but it was. it was a... Horror version of Groundhog Day. Ooh! So, a, a Happy Death Day came out a few years ago. Have you heard oh, of it? Oh, yes, I have seen that. Okay, what, I, what I you, hadn't. Happy Death Day. Okay, you have a second one. And too. there is, yeah, I have one second one yet. I when it first came out, I was like, oh, it's a slasher movie. I don't care. So I kind of ignored it. And it turns out it's not even rated R. It's like a PG thirteen movie. Uh, because it's it's while while there's violence, it's shockingly uh, benign. Um, there's no one really is violently killed. There's no gore in it at all. Um, but it's it's about this this college kid, college woman, uh, who suddenly starts waking up in the same day over and over. But most of the story is about, even well, like ostensibly, it's about this guy who keeps killing her over and over every day. 
it's really more about how she's reacting to it, which is actually kind of interesting from the perspective of, you know, the psychology aspect, like what would this do to you if you just got killed every single day and then woke up and look forward to getting killed again? Like in Groundhog Day, at least he just woke up. Didn't die. Have to die unless he <laughs> yeah. killed himself after a while. Yeah. Um, but this one was like, it's like that constant extra level of crap. I'm going to get killed at the end of this day. And then what? And, and like it, it was pretty decent, honestly. Um, I liked that that part of it. The the whole whodunit thing was it was interesting until they resolved it, and then it wasn't that interesting anymore. Uh, but at the very end of the movie, this is not a spoiler, honestly. This is like a post climax thing. They're like sitting in a diner or something, and he goes, "Well, it's like Groundhog Day," and she's like, "What's Groundhog Day?" And I was like, "Oof." <laughs> And then he goes with Bill Murray and she goes, who? And I was like, come on, you're killing me. (laughs) Somebody who was a college student in like 2017 would know who Bill Murray is, right? Zombieland. That's just frustrating to put that in there as a dig. Anyway, I haven't watched second one yet. I probably will within the next week or so. uh, See how it goes. The the plot for that one sounds bananas, which is exciting. Is is that one on a streaming source? Because I never saw the second one either. Nope, I got it from my Plex friend. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, borrowing it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where it comes from. He just makes it available to me. <laughs> this make, it's like magic. I'm sure it's totally on the level. Uh, there was there was like a voodoo sale over Black Friday, and I was going through the list, and like I was down in. The, once you get past like 200, the rest of the movies are just like, what? What is this? Who made this, and why? Which of course is is my um, my wheelhouse. So I was looking at it and I was like, this sounds really interesting, but I don't want to spend $5 on it. So let me see if it's on Plex. Nope. Let me ask for it. So I had like this huge list of movies I sent over <laughs> to make sure that he ripped his legal copies to it. And um, so I've been like poking through those as they show up. So that's how I watched Happy Death Day. Interesting. And that was I'll my transition from Groundhog Day. It was a good transition. I like that. That was good. <laughs> like you planned it or something. I'm just surprised I'm able to uh, agree with you on a, a movie you like. So <laughs> this is true. Wait, but what do you mean by agree? I I, I enjoyed it too. I, I I you know you, I just I didn't think that would ever happen. Huh? You guys usually are pretty polar opposites with your movie uh, movie choices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anybody watched The Mandalorian yet? I'm nope, gonna wait for the season around to be over. Yeah, yeah, I I'm the first season because I slacked off on that. So I have... yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably do the same thing. Oh, yeah, it just makes it easier. Pillars from interwebs, but nothing too big. Tell me more about these interwebs. They don't information on it. <laughs> I'm only playing one. But, uh, what game is that, Ryan? Hmm. Uh, 80s. It's a game that almost everybody's playing right now. Apparently, um, that uh, game that I did. You get that yeah. during the Steam sale. I did get it during the Steam sale. <laughs> Normally, I don't like rogue-like games, uh, so this was a little bit of a, a challenge for me to get into uh, initially. But I did like that every every run you did, you, you became progressively more powerful, so it was easier to push. Uh, so that was good, and and they had a, a nice story to go along with it. Uh, one of the things I hate, absolutely hate, is Ooh. the randomness of the power-ups. 
sometimes I found really good synergies between powers I liked and I, I want to duplicate it and I'm not able to do it because they give you four you know of the same Zeus powers in a row and you're like okay why why so yeah. I, I feel like my runs are always trumped sometimes because I don't get the power-ups I'm looking for that's one of my biggest pet peeves everything else is just kind of a learning curve how to fight certain bosses and whatnot and yeah, and I, I do, I do understand because I thought the same thing um, when I first started playing. And then the more you play, the more gods you unlocked. So the more choices you have to not get the ones that you like. Because I don't know about you, I was a big fan of the Zeus and Ares combo. They seem to work really well together. Um, Zeus and Ares was good. Uh, my favorite has been Athena for okay. deflection. Deflection, yes. Also a good one, too. I mean, being able to dash and do deflection of all the projectiles you dash through is phenomenal. Yeah. I um, I have not beat it yet. I went really hard on it when I first got it, and then I got sidetracked with the <clears throat> alpha. And um, so, yeah, I actually want to go back and put some time into it again and, and beat it because I do want to... I know there's more to the game after you beat it, so I'm kind of curious about how they actually incorporate that into the story, which I agree. The story is actually very, very well, what, very, very well written, so I do agree with you on that. But, the uh, dialogue is nice. The voice acting is good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a fun game to play, but uh, that, that has been my biggest frustration is sometimes I run, go through runs and I'm just like, I, I kind of almost give up halfway through it. I'm like, all right, I'm just going for coins and you know collectibles and stuff that I can you know, use on my next run. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm already feeling that this is just going nowhere. Yeah, I agree. So, so. Bre- breaking news, Supergiant Games put out a game with a great presentation. This is the first game well, I played from there. World Shocked. So. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> he hasn't we, played the other ones. At least play Bastion. Bastion. It's actually pretty close to 80s in the, in some ways. Yeah. I if it's if they do a lot of roguelike games, it's probably why I've never played anything from them. No, Bastion is a straight. It's like a I don't know eight hour isometric, basically Diablo ish type thing. Yeah, uh, with a beginning and an end. It's just a story. It's a really, really good story. Hades is their first roguelite uh, title. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I just I, I I don't know. I am very selective about what games I buy. Yeah. So. We talked about this before. I think we probably have like seventeen keys for Bastion we can give you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure. Huh? And go for it. <laughs> the, I'm gonna make a note here. Yeah. the The thing I was worried about um, was uh, when I get any when I give anybody a game suggestion is that they're not gonna like it the same way I like it, or they're not gonna like it at all. So I'm glad that you at least enjoyed it and didn't regret the purchase. But I understand. I understand where you're coming from perfectly. Yeah. And if, if you guys had known each other a longer time, then he could just, you know, ignore all of your suggestions. But luckily, you're pretty <laughs> new friends. So yeah, he listened so to me this time. <laughs> That's his fault. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have bought a few roguelike games, but most of them I just didn't ever get into. They just mostly frustrated me and. I got tired of repeating the same level over and over and over again. And I went, nah, I'm, I'm kind of bored of this. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. It was interesting because I was talking to Holly about it because she was playing it as well on her brand new spanking PC. And 
she was she told me that she actually told me that uh, you told her that you weren't all you weren't happy with that specific part of it and it was interesting because she said that's actually the part i like the most because it forces me to find different strategies for winning and she's that's the part that she actually enjoys playing the game for so i was like oh interesting different strokes for different folks I mean, I, I get that aspect. It's just so, some sometimes some of the powers I'm just I'm not that impressed with, and sometimes yeah. they they lump them together, and I get the same ones, you know, two or three times in a row, and I just kind of sigh. Eh, all right, this one again. Okay, I'll make it work. I felt that way about all of Aphrodite's, or no, the one that has weak. Oh, uh, Demeter, Demeter. No, no, no. He's the, he's the uh, the the drunk cloud thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> what's it? Aphrodite? Aphrodite, yes. Yeah, she does weak. No, she no, yeah. she has charm. She has charm. She has charm, but I think her her attacks inflict weak. Too. Okay, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, charm is okay, but it doesn't help you on a one on one, um, or a boss fight. So yeah, I I, I yeah I I the my my biggest critic or critique of the game so far would be that. There, unfortunately, are boons that are just so much better than the other ones. And I think if they would have, could have made them like all the same level, it wouldn't have mattered as much, like what you got, you know? Yeah. And there are just some that pair so well with certain weapons, like the bow, you know, the ones like that you can put a dot on somebody or do, you know, yeah. 200 damage a tick and you just yep. do that big fan and shoot every yep. creature and then run away and then yep. do it again and do it again and you can clear entire rooms easily that way. Yeah. Is that what you beat the boss with, the bow? Yeah, that's what I beat a lot of my bosses with because I just, I have, I've also upgraded it so when I hit a creature with the bow, all of those arrows seek to the target too. Oh, nice. So that's that's been a huge help for defeating the big end game bosses except for the last boss, which yeah, we won't. I haven't been able to beat him yet, so. Yeah, I've only got to him once before I stopped. That was like my last run. I got far with the spear because the spear, if you do the, I found that I always aim towards the, Daedal, I think Daedalus hammer. Oh yeah. It, yeah, oh it's so good. Yeah, it, there's one with a spear that will have an attack on both sides of your spear, so you have three attacks and it's super wide, and it hits really really hard i'm like i was i was just breezing through with through levels with that and you can attack really really fast with the spear so yeah bow and the spear are my favorite ones but i'm trying to use the other ones to go through and get the diamonds and the blood and all kind of stuff with them because you can only get it once right yeah which is something i don't like yeah that was another problem i had is i want to upgrade some more of these weapons but apparently i can't upgrade anything else until i beat the game yeah it's almost like you need to have your one weapon go through beat the game and then go through and an upgrade to your heart's desire. I yeah yeah. I purposely hasn't done a lot of research on what happens on the on the game. Um, another thing I don't like is that I don't know which weapons I have unlocked things with, and you can't see unless you get that weapon and then go to and beat beat a zone, and it'll show you which ones you have unlocked for that weapon. So I think that's a little bit odd that you can't look and see which ones you need. Yeah, only after you've cleared the zone, you can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I only know because I've done it on all of them. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question. I, yes. 
Um, this is my not not my attempt to tell you guys to get good. I'm curious, based on what you're talking about in terms of like the the upgrades or the the boons and stuff that are made available, how much of the game would you say becomes skill based, and how much of it is dependent on what you get during a run? Uh, I I would say you know I I've gotten more good. Um, since I started it, <laughs> I'm definitely not uh, at my elite status yet um, for playing the game. But I would say probably 25%. I would say that the biggest boon you get is being able to uh, get extra lives. That is probably the most useful skill that you can purchase. Because, um, you know, you make one mistake and you die. That's it. If you got three extra chances. It makes that big of a difference. Without without being like super hardcore about it, like whatever you know, ten hours a day on the same game kind of nonsense. Could you get through it? You think with a reasonable skill level and like the crap rewards in a row? Oh, oh, I'm sure you could. I mean, but it would probably take you hours because you'd, <laughs> you'd be spending all of your time dodging. Yep. Okay. That would be all you do. You dodge, get maybe one hit off, and then dodge, 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 hit, and it would take forever. Gotcha. So. I, I definitely agree. I, 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 it is a game that teaches you, though. Like it, it does kind of teach you that you just can't go in there, and start smashing the attack button, and hope for the best. Like you, you have to learn to attack, learn to dodge. You know, and yeah, I, I, I would, I would agree with Ryan that it's a, yeah, it's definitely a, a both thing. Not, a, not a, oh, I have the best boons, I'm gonna win now. It's definitely you can still lose. <laughs> And I definitely think the first and the second bosses are significantly easier than the third boss. Yeah. The, the Minotaur and the guy with the spear. And, yeah. I, and I, they're, I wouldn't say they're hard. It's that they have so much more hit points than the other bosses. Like 10 times the amount of hit points. And there's two of them. Yeah, and at the same time. And one's Wange and one's Melee. One has a leap. It's just, so it's, it's it's a lot of, it's a lot it's 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 hefty. Yeah, that that's probably the most frustrating fight in the game, I think, to me so far, and, and that's including the last boss, who I've only, mm, well, I don't want to spoil too much there, but I've only really gotten a good, you know, go at one time. Yeah, same. It's just like in every roguelike game, like you have to go see. You have, like it's hard to beat a boss on the first go because you have no idea what they're going to do, and <laughs> it's almost like that first time you're like, okay, well, I'm going to die, but I need to learn as much as I can before I die. Um, I don't, I, maybe once, once or twice, not maybe more than that, maybe maybe twice or two times that I that was I able to beat a boss on the first attempt, but I think that mostly was just luck, and I happened to have a good combo at the time for that specific boss because. There are ones that require different, you know, different skills or different abilities to beat them easily. So, which yeah. I think, I think that's good. I think, I think that goes back to the skill side of it. You know, you can't have a, a good boon and just run through the entire game, which is why I think it's actually a pretty balanced game. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, you, you're right. It, it, I think getting good is your main source of victory. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was, the, I think I remember seeing that, but I don't, I don't think I actually, yeah. Interesting. Yep. Because some people just want the story, so it's like a kind of casual that mode. That was uh, the last God of War game that came out. One of the the last Valkyrie you can fight 
Oh, what you actually pain. went through those? Oh, yeah. I got I, all the Valkyries, except for the last one. I was the, only the, the, is that the one where he just says boy all the time? Yep. Yeah. Okay. The memes were heavy with that one. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been playing, Chris? Um, I was, it was funny. I was going to say, I, I kind of messed around with a little bit of a roguelite, but I, I barely played it. I, I finally picked up Darkest Dungeon. Oh, okay. And... I honestly didn't get very far. I, I found the interface to be extremely confusing right out of the get-go. Um, in case you're not familiar with it, it's in theory, it's it's basically an RPG that has runs, because that's how games are these days, I guess. <laughs> but it's got you know, it's got a party and it's it sorts everybody on two sides of the screen and they have abilities and blah blah blah. But the atmosphere is fantastic. The presentation's great, but I, I tried to just understanding it like the, i think the very first um like i'll call it a run i guess the first one you have when the game starts i think you're supposed to die because <laughs> i got annihilated by like the first enemies i came across and they didn't seem like they were tough but they were well they were way tougher than me uh but then it like kicked you back out into the menu and all the different things you can do it's like you know there's it's like a hub basically probably every game has that now and you recruit more people because you basically set up party every time you go out and you kind of go as far as you can. I think it is because the whole darkest dungeon conceit is as it gets darker, uh, monsters get tougher. Your people get weaker. Their sanity gets worse. And there's pretty much hard caps on their sanity levels. Like when it gets to a certain point, they uh, become less effective. I forgot the whole gist. Like if they get to the highest level, they have a heart attack and die. <laughs> which I'm like Jesus Christ okay, so you're, you're going to go through a lot of people and don't get to attach these uh, characters is what I got from that but oh man, I, I played like an hour and I was like I don't understand what's happening in this game I'll have to try it again when I'm, when I'm in a different headspace but the game I do want to tell you guys about is just nonsense um, so a bunch of guys from work finally advertised the discord they had for people in cybersecurity who are playing games all the time. So I finally joined them. And uh, they told me about this game they're playing called Cyber Hunter, which I, th- I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it's not for me. But then they were like, oh, we play this all the time and it's free. It's like, all right, whatever, I'll take a look at it. So it, it's a free-to-play Korean Battle Royale. And the it, oh my god, the interface on this game. I wish I had a screenshot or something just to show you. It's such a nightmare. <laughs> And it's it's got a mobile version, of course, which I assume is where they make all their money. But it's just there's stuff everywhere to click on, and and there's like twelve different currencies, and you might earn three of them. It's hard to tell at this point. And there's just, just it just got you like crazy. But in the end, the battle royale part of it, which I'm not a battle royale guy, it's not something I particularly enjoy. I've found I guess multiplayer shooters just aren't my thing anymore. Um, but it's definitely more on the Fortnite scale than it is on the PUBG scale in terms of, let's call it the art and the nonsensicalness of it. Because you do have, you don't build like you would in Fortnite, but you do have some uh, like skills that let you quickly deploy like a wall or a tower or something. So I've, I've only played it with the guys from work. I don't think I'll ever play it by myself. It's, I don't get the enjoyment I get from that game is not, from the game it's 
from running around doing dumb stuff and getting into cars and driving them off of hills into the air. Uh, <laughs> it also, it's like, it seems to really matter when you play. Um, for some reason, the first time we did it, it was like two Fridays ago or something. It We must have come across like all the like Korean pros or something because we're just getting killed all the time. And then last night, <clears throat> the high, the furthest we got, I think we placed like all with all of us surviving, all four of us surviving, we made it like into the top eight or nine people until we found another squad that just rolled us. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's, I, yeah. And then just it, man, there's so many things to click on when you're not in the game. It's crazy. I wouldn't even recommend downloading it really, unless you have a group of people that you want to play a battle royale with all the time and don't mind not understanding which currency you should use for what <clears throat> um that's that's cyber hunter yeah i'm looking at it right now on steam it looks interesting i don't think it, it gives you really the idea at all from the steam page no i'm sure it just like advertises itself as like yeah it's it's a battle royale you shoot guys it's great it, i do kind of see like a cross between apex legends and fortnite There's yeah, there's no there's no classes at all. There's there's characters which yeah. as far as I can tell are completely cosmetic in in nature. Um, you know, all the guns are the same for everybody. You pick up the oh, guns. Okay. And you land, oh, okay. Okay. So know, not you know, loot all the houses and stuff. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, it might have a little bit more mechanics related on the Apex Legends side because I think as far as I know Fortnite is pretty much run and build. And Survivor. there's a little bit more mobility yeah. in Cyber Hunter. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, it, it's a game. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of the guys from work, this will be my 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 segue. Um, they all have VR, which which is fun because we were we jumped into Rocket League the other day and we played like one game and one of the guys was like, "Who do you have VR?" I was like, "Yeah, I got a quest." And like, "Do you have Poker Stars?" <laughs> I was like, "What? No, I don't have Poker Stars. Why would what?" Uh, so it's, good. it's free. Go download it. I'm like, all right, sure. It's on the Quest store. I'll go check it out. And so, you know, it's, it's po- poker stars. What would you think it would be, right? It's it's card tables and, and it actually has like slots as well. But that game, I think that game can only exist in VR um, because it's basically designed to give you things to do when it's not your play. <laughs> so you're sitting at the table with, let's say, six other people. And, you know, it's it's just a, a hold'em game, nothing fancy about it. But you earn or win or buy, like, all this nonsense the, that you can pull out of your inventory at any time and throw it on the table or throw it at each other or <laughs> use squirt guns or set stuff on fire. Um, it's just It's just goofy. But you spend the whole time, like, grabbing stuff and throwing it back and forth or wondering why this tiny donkey is so lifelike and moves around like a donkey and then you can shove a cigar in its mouth and smoke the donkey or something weird i didn't really understand that part uh (laughs) it's just like the poker's fine i'm not good at poker typically and i didn't do well at the beginning and then i kind of figured out a strategy and i won a few games and hooray uh but but it's, it's just like again another game i wouldn't play that by myself it'd be really boring um even with random people throwing stuff at you some of them take the game 
too seriously. Like if, I feel like if you want to go play a card game, you should find a different game. Uh, but with other people I know making fun of each other and, you know, figuring out who has the best sunglasses on or whatever, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Okay. Until the game crashed, but they gave you a lot of free stuff and, you know, just kind of, kind of pull you in and, and make it worth hanging. Oh, excuse me. Hanging out in. Do you have to pay to unlock stuff in the game with real money? Oh, there definitely is a store. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't get that far. Yeah. You know, they, they gave me a lot of free credits at the beginning. When you boot up the game and you walk into the, the floor, which is unfortunately it's like empty. It's just like everyone has their own little like, opening floor, but uh, there's a giant like wheel of fortune wheel that you can grab and spin and get a bunch of free credits or I guess it's credits, yeah, chips, free chips. Um, and I, I don't even know if it was because I started or if I earned something. I had a, I had a lighter. I think that was the only thing I had. So I just kept pulling out my lighter and trying to light stuff on fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one guy had this bag it was like a magic bag where you just reach in and, and, and basically like grab your hand you can't see what's in there and you pull it out and see what you got and both times I did that I got an Oreo <laughs> and then when you bring the tub to your mouth it takes a bite out of it which I thought was a nice little touch Okay, but I hate Oreos so I threw it at somebody after that nice. I don't know why the best part of VR for me is throwing stuff <laughs> If I can do that in a game, that's what I try to do is throw things <laughs> and see how effective it is. I, I'm bad at it. They they always involve like holding down a trigger and then releasing it at the right time, and most of mine just flop on the ground when I try to <laughs> it. goes straight down. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just reminded me. So I'm moving on to Poker Stars. Unless you guys have any questions about that? No, I'm I'm good. So I saw Ryan was playing. I expect you to die. Um, which I think I assume he got from the Humble Bundle, same as I did. Yes. And so I was like, ah, I think that game looks something I want to try out. So I installed it and I was playing it a little bit. And I was using Virtual Desktop to do it. And the problem I was having initially was the controls weren't mapping correctly. Um, since I'm obviously not using a uh, Valve product, it, it kept trying to show me the Valve controllers. And I could kind of make it work. The first level was relatively easy it was um no everything was kind of just in your general area it was uh, trying to drive a car off a plane which was a nice nice first level uh uh, uh, chris did you get the humble bundle i did yeah i did okay have you even looked at that game uh no i actually really wanted to play it but my yeah it's like a it's like a logic game right you're no you're like a spy like a bond era spy Okay. Uh, in a very '60s aesthetic, trying to infiltrate the bad guys, and but the 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 levels or stages are basically you trying to sort out how not to die because oh. you're being sort of put in a position where you're going to die if you don't do something. Okay. Okay. And so the very first one is mostly like you're avoiding like a, a laser and avoiding like a, a bomb and like a gas attack or something. It's it's pretty straightforward, and it gets harder and harder. But I was playing it, and I got to the second level, and there's a section where you have to, um, I forget what they call it, but you have to grab something and then move it away from you to a certain location. And with my Oculus controller on virtual desktop, it was it was like uh, rubber banding to me. It wouldn't stay where I wanted it to stay, and I was like, ah, this is so frustrating. I know how to finish this, but I can't because the controls aren't working. So I, had to, I looked it up, and what they basically said was the developer was like, a virtual desktop does not support this game correctly like it just doesn't work you pretty much have to use a link cable it's clever though i like 
I'm going to tell you this one thing, Chris. It's, it's not only a spoiler. There's in the, in that third stage, because again, they're they're trying to kill you basically whenever you're in there. The there's a um in the engine compartment. There's like you know where, where it would start up. There's a, a grenade with no pin, but it's it's like closed shut at the moment. And it took me three or four tries to understand once I have that grenade in my hand what I can do about it. Because um, at first I thought I'll just have to hold it while I do everything else, but you need two hands to finish it. And I figured out there was a, another thing in there that I could use to to let's say correct that problem okay. um, the right way. And it was like it dawned on me, and I was like, "Oh, I get it. Okay." And it was like one of those moments in a puzzle game where you're like, "I feel smart right now." <laughs> um, but then, like, if you die, uh, you start that section over the the whole stage. And at that point, it's like, "Okay, do this, 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 this." And now I'm back to the point where I just died, and I still don't know what to do yet. So I hope I figure this out quickly. That part's, I won't say it's annoying because the stages are pretty short. It's not like I lost an hour of progress, right? It's less than 10 minutes, most likely. But it's, you know, turn this valve, pull this stick, do this thing over here. And then, okay, where am I? What do I do? And it, I, I have the pieces, I think. I just didn't figure it out. But anyway, um, once I got the control sorted out, made it so much better. And and again, like the, the motif of that game is so dead on. like. It's just, it's fun. It's like Austin Powers without being a parody. Okay. It's almost like an homage more than a parody. It's it's neat. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I've I've played through all the scenarios that they have, and and as far as I can tell, they're constantly releasing. Well, not constantly, probably, but they are releasing <laughs> new episodes. So that's good. One. Ever... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. No, nah, if I ever get through that one, I'm on. Maybe I'll see that. One, one, I think something would be fun. Uh, Chris and I did play this, but I think it would be fun because it is VR as well. Uh, keep talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> I think that would be fun yeah. to try. We haven't done VR yet, right? We just did In it VR. normal. Yeah, we just did it normal, yeah. But I think that would be really more immersive, you know, like the bombs right there in your in your face the entire time. I wonder, I mean, knowing, you know, the game's kind of silly, I wonder if in VR it, it ratchets up the tension at all or if Maybe. it's just like, oh no. I don't know if it was it was a little intense when we were playing it wasn't like it was well that's i think the the, the countdown is like always like ah running out of time yeah it was real very very loud have you played that right uh no i have not it's okay it's, it's just a bomb defusal game it's like the bombs get progressively more complex one person is diffusing and one person has the instruction manual and that manual is ridiculous yeah <laughs> More but than one like, person could have a manual, though. So it could be like multiple right, people. Right, right. But it's like, I see this. Tell me what I should do based on what this panel on the bomb is. And then you have to go through the manual and find out like the right steps. But if you just like start going through the steps, you might go too fast. Like, you know, if you see this, do this. But then like further down the page, it'll say, except if you see this instead, don't do that. Yeah. So if you don't read the whole thing first, you're probably going to blow up. It's like uh, if there is a... An even number in the serial number, do this. If it's an odd number, do that kind of thing. But if there's an even number and also a yellow wire, do the exact opposite of what I just told you. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> but in, in theory, like if you had a group of people that did it a lot, you could memorize a certain section of the of the book. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. would be, I think it would be pretty quick to go through it. That I hadn't thought about doing that with like a VR group yet. I don't know why. I mean, it would be easy to do at a party since you guys have quests. 
Because yeah, can, can the and quest also ex- um, if you run yes. off a PC, it can it's also like display on a TV. Yeah, that, as far as I know, they added that you can cast to a screen. There you go. That I have not work. tested it yet. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what kind of bandwidth was required for that kind of a thing, though. Well, actually, in theory, you actually for that game you don't want that because only one person should be able to see the bomb, and everybody else has to go off what they're being told. Mm-hmm. So it'd just be the person in the VR explaining stuff and the people looking at the manual. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to try it out. Yeah, that'd be good. Cool. See what it's like. You want to talk about Minecraft Dungeons? Uh, Well, I mean, we didn't really play it a whole lot, but yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Damn second boss. Yep. It was, uh, I, I enjoyed what we played. Um, it it long story short we did the first level no problem second level no problem or no was it the third level that we had issues Wait, it was third levels yeah because the first one was like the tutorial thing oh yeah we went, yeah that's right technically the third one we did we were like we went through the whole level fine no issues whatsoever and then the last boss just like owned us like we didn't even get it down half it was i can't remember it was like this thing that shot these blobs and the blobs all had ranged attacks and there's also other monsters running around and he had to deal with the blobs and the kill try and kill the thing at the same time and couldn't find out we we actually did beat the the suggested power level well by one but i guess maybe we have to go back and get better get good get better stuff i don't know i guess we have to get good yeah yeah it's like this giant slime cube that spits out other slime cubes that's what it was yeah yeah that's what it was. and then shoot at you but there's it's like there's like eight of them, so it's not like it's just one or two. It's they barrage and then <laughs> and they you have ranged attacks, but it's yeah, it was just a it was a mess, very chaotic, and it was kind of a ramp up from the rest of the game to that point. Yep. Unless we I just thought. were missing something vital, which could be <laughs> way better arrows. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I I liked that. I mean, it's it was pretty straightforward, right? It was it was an ARPG. It yep. was hack and slash, do your thing, but in a, in a you know nice Minecraft presentation. Although the I don't know if it's a Minecraft problem or just the way that the game was designed. the The ability to kind of see because it's all isometric. There's no camera control. If I oh, remember correctly, yeah, 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 yeah. The ability yeah. to see if you're going like on a lower level or a higher level in terms of the topology, it was not the easiest thing in the world. You might, yeah think you were going like on a flat surface but you're actually going underneath something else or running into a wall kind of weird yeah um, i did have the same issue i agree with that i did like that the weapons were pretty distinct i think yeah. i was using like a pole arm towards the end which yeah. was a lot of fun a huge like range of attack um, which is it in minecraft by the way i know <laughs> they added that <laughs> uh the you know the armor and stuff gives you different uh, abilities you can use which were pretty useful most of the time yeah and then the the experience uh you can spend on all the weapons and the armor to like even further change the way it affects your gameplay which is really cool i thought some of the, i think that and this is i mean just my personal impression i guess based on stuff i've played like that in the past the the fact that both the health potion and the roll are on cooldowns is annoying to me the health potion I could live with if the cooldown wasn't so freaking long. 
it, it is pretty I hard. don't the survivability in that game seems to largely depend on not getting hit. Which is, which, uh, which is hard. Great, there's a roll, but the roll's on a cooldown too. And you're also slow after you roll as well. Oh yeah, because you're you're like sweating, so you're you're still moving pretty fast, but not right. your full speed. Sweat. That's a yeah. weird little touch. Because <laughs> rolling is hard, man. It, it, I would be too if I had a whole thing of armor and a giant true. poleaxe on me. True, true. We'll but try yeah, it again. I yeah, I definitely want to give it another another go whenever you're ready. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I played it when I had Game Pass still. Uh, I played it probably for like an hour and then kind of went, eh. So uh, I'm glad you guys liked it. That, it just it didn't grab me at all. Maybe the third person is the key we need. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't know if I would enjoy it by myself either. Yeah, I agree. It probably would be a little dull. Unless, it's, unless it scales. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't um, looked into that. Yeah. I found it pretty dull. So, if I had, I wouldn't have had Game Pass if I actually remembered to cancel it on time. So I figured I might as well use it while I have it. <laughs> yep. So, oh yeah. So the uh, the update that that's getting. I mean, this is kind of whatever. But um, on thir- Thursday, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Thursday uh, is when the EA. Um, what's what's the EA subscription called? EA not EA Play. It's EA something is being added to the ultimate i think it's the ultimate subscription so fallen order will be available to play on the pc game pass oh, uh when uh thursday oh okay cool which is great because i didn't want to pay for that game really unless it was like 10 bucks and that's gonna be a while ryan said he liked it though right yeah i liked it uh yeah. i think uh dan bought it for me for my birthday oh nice um, nice yeah it was good i enjoyed it i don't know if i'd play it again you know it's probably one of those one and done kind of games i think but, which is uh, why i didn't want to buy it <laughs> also i don't like star wars that much which we've established <laughs> so it'd be more about just the game itself and yeah even at 30 bucks i was like eh, i'm not gonna play it yet but if it's part of the subscription i already have i'm sure yep i understand yeah yeah uh i'm gonna take this opportunity just to touch on on one more thing i've and I'll I'll ask you guys what you know you've been doing since I've been honking all the time. God. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm I think I'm, I'm finding myself really gravitating towards smaller smaller games right now that like want to tell a story in some way. Uh, as much as I try to keep going back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I just keep looking at the map, going, "Oh my god, <laughs> I have to do all of this again and then again and then again." As like it's it's fun, but it's not that big of game fun um so epic ran i think god it must have been a halloween sale or something and had a coupon that was expiring and i didn't know what to use it on so i bought this game called raji um i'm not sure the developer is specifically but it's based on indian mythology and it's it's basically a a little action game i'm trying to think i guess probably more like bastion anything else that i can really think of off the top of my head Sorry, what was um, the name? I missed the name of it. Sorry, Raji, R A J I. Okay, okay, sorry. Um, it's actually it reminds me of this game called Marlow Briggs that came out several years ago, which was like a B level action game, which was really fun. Um, anyway, but it's about Indian mythology. Uh, Raji is that is, and I've only played probably like an hour. Um, very pretty, 
Like it looks great for what I assume was a pretty low budget game. Um, you play as the the sister of a sister brother pair. Brother gets kidnapped by demons because you know that's how it goes, and she has to go rescue him. So she has to you know get help from the various uh, figures in the Indian pantheon, and um, they're circus performers, which is a nice way of explaining how she can like wall run and then jump down and attack people. Okay. Um, so anyway, I, I've, again, I haven't played very far. Uh, I like so far what it has to offer. It's you know pretty responsive. Uh, you can you know dodge around and and do heavy and light attacks and jump off of walls and come down with a cool power. Um, there's you've got a range attack. There's magic attacks. The enemies so far have been pretty run of the mill. You know, I mean they're they're very stylized for the mythology. Um, but it. It, it seems like it's something that I wanted to just give a shot to, and I don't have any regrets with it so far. Uh, so I'll, I'll report back on that maybe next time we convene. Is it a fairly new game? I don't know. I assume it came out in the last couple of years. Maybe 2019, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't I even know you. if it's on Steam. Yeah. I have to just be on Epic. I see it. Yeah, Raji, an ancient, an ancient Epic. Okay. Oh, it's actually this year, this October. Oh, wow. So it was brand new when I got it. Yeah. Well, shout out to small developers for making cool games. Um, one game I'll suggest if you're looking for small indie story games, um, quite possibly the best game of that. I, I'll say it, guaranteed the best game I've ever played. Uh, from that genre would be Gris. I have that on PS4. Um, it is phenomenal. Um, very beautiful. The the music and sound is design is amazing. The gameplay is so enjoyable. Um, it's just a, it's it's just a great it's a great great game. I actually bought it for a friend of mine who was looking for something to play. And she just was gushing so hard over it after she beat it. She's like, wow, Chris, thank you so much. That was such an experience. Um, and I think at this point, it's at 30,000 overwhelmingly positive <laughs> on Steam. So it's, it's, it's something. Like I said, I, it really was an experience. I think anybody, gamer or not, would really enjoy that game. So it was on my wish list for a long time, and then I I don't know why I went for PS4 instead. It was probably slightly cheaper or something in the sale that they had. Yeah, yeah, it's downloaded. I just I haven't booted it up yet, <clears throat> but good to know. Yeah, it's a great one, great one. Oh, I'll have to look into those. All right, Chris. Um, let's see. You talked about Hades a little bit. Actually, yep. What else have you been doing? I know you've been sick, so have you been playing very much? Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it was probably something I shouldn't have done. Like I took breaks, but I was, I was, I needed a distraction, so I was actually like vacuuming up games just to keep myself, you know, distracted from a freaking head. Um, being really annoying. So I played. First of all, I want to say, uh, we haven't mentioned this yet, but Cyberpunk 2077 comes out in four days. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to buy it right away. It breaks my heart to say that. I've been waiting for that game for a very, very long time. 
but I decided this week that I didn't want to play it unless I have my 3080, which is going to be a while. So <laughs> um, I'll just wait, and hopefully when I get the 3080, I can get Cyber Cyberpunk 20... I got this it's really hard to say. Cyberpunk 2077 at a decent at a decent uh, price, and then, um, yeah, I could I could I could enjoy it the way it was meant to be enjoyed. I I, I don't I don't know if it's maybe it's my my lack of bothering to look into it. I have no what's the word I'm looking for? Not interest. Just I I don't. I'm not excited about that game. I don't care about that game, honestly. I don't know what yeah. it's. Well, I don't know why it's exciting. I guess, and I don't need you know. You, know, you can tell me if you want to. Um, obviously, the developer is uh, the, the group that people are excited about. And I think the property is apparently also something they're excited about. I don't know anything about that property, so I'm like, oh, it's a cyberpunk RPG by those guys that make good RPGs. I hope people like it. <laughs> I'm and... not sure I will ever care. That's pretty much the basis of my interest was the fact that I loved Witcher 3. It was one of my top five games I've ever played. Um, it's it's and it, it, the 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 thing why I haven't actually like delved too deep into cyberpunk yet is because I'm having flashbacks PTSD of like, you know, games that I've pre-ordered that I was so hyped about and like they were so hyped up. And you know what game I'm talking about? I'm going to say anyway, uh, No Man's Sky. And then just fell completely flat on launch. Um, so since then, I've been very, like, I've actually, because of that game, I've limited myself to only buying one brand new game a year that I'll pay 60 bucks for. And I didn't buy that game this year because that game is supposed to be Cyber Cyberpunk 2077. So, um, I, I, I this year. Exactly. Yeah. It was because it's supposed to be around my birthday. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take some yeah, time yeah. off. You know, I'll, I'll play this game because even then I didn't have an RTX card, but I still would have played it because that wasn't the main draw. But since it got delayed so long, they made such a huge deal and they spent too much time putting RTX in the game and such a, from what I've seen of the screenshots and some of the videos, it's just breathtaking. It's just like, it's, an, a, a, it's supposed to be. Like it's going to be like a very immersive experience, and that's what I got with uh, Witcher. So I'm hoping that that same feeling, that same experience, that same gameplay comes through in a whole different type of uh, environment. So instead of a horse, you get a car and stuff like that. So like it's just, like I said, I'm I'm excited about it, but I'm also dampening my expectations <laughs> until I can actually experience it. I don't know, Ryan. Did you have any desire to play that game ever? Uh I, I do. Um, I, I, I'm probably in the same bandwagon as Boone. I just don't see the need to buy it right away. Uh, I'm probably going to do the same thing you're doing. Probably going to upgrade my computer here in the next year or two, and I figure I'll just play it then. It's it's not a huge thing for me to play it day one. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear you. It's so hard to get a video card because I don't want to like derail the whole podcast on this. I. Ah oh, man. Um so yeah, having to have like a specific CPU in order to 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 get the full performance out of a graphics card is a little bit, you know, a little bit iffy to me, but but yeah. Gotta draw the line somewhere. Yep, I guess. 
and I didn't. I reason why I didn't buy the 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 new AMD chip this time is because the the ten seven hundred K that I got was cheaper, and it was rated fifth out of all the chips. So I'm like, I'll I'll pay less and get a very decent card, a, a CPU, and and then you know just wait for my graphics card later. So. Well, that's just crazy. Why would someone make that kind of determination? Yeah, right. It costs less and runs better. <laughs> that's not where you go for. Come on, you got to have brand loyalty. Buy the one that you always buy because the other guy sucks. That's how it works. Which is what I did. I got an Intel. <laughs> <laughs> I used not, to be AMD not because guy. You love Intel, but because yeah, yeah, yeah I, I go where the performance and, pr- and prices. So, I mean, that's funny because I bought a Ryzen last year. Uh, when I upgraded, yeah. but I'm still looking at the NVIDIA cards because I just had better luck with them over time yeah. than Agreed. I have had with the AMD cards. And I don't think I'd ever... I think I don't think I'd ever go AMD on a graphics card, but we'll see a CPU, but... I thought about it, man. I was looking at 2070s and 5700 XTs, and I was like, hmm... Hmm. I don't even know the numbers to be honest with you. I don't. I don't even research them. <laughs> this was, I mean, this was yeah. three, four months ago before the yeah. stuff was even being talked about. I think the um, new ones are six six thousand series line. Okay, so now that that's a huge segue is over about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, the games I have been playing uh, have was Forza Four Horizons gets a big fat thumbs down from me. <laughs> the cool part of the game was uh i had to buy a new wireless uh game controller for my computer and i bought the i guess it's an xbox one one i don't know it's white but um the buttons are a little bit bigger they're a little bit more molded but the force feedback on that game is amazing because when you break the left side of the controller vibrates with how hard you're breaking hmm. which i thought was really cool but like to get any of the cool cars in the game, like the the Hoonigan stuff from from uh, Ken Block, or like the cool Camaro uh, Corvettes, or like any of the really cool cars, you have to pay real money. You can't buy them with in-game wow. currency. Like I did not see. Like it has an actual price tag on it. Like it says. Um, like I think the 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 Corvette, the really cool Corvette. Uh, CR CR three or whatever it is CRZ or something like that. Uh, I think it was like three hundred something thousand in game credits. But when you go to it, it was like you got to buy this pack if you want to get access to this card. So it, no, I think not only do you have to buy it with real money, you also have to buy it with in game credits. So I'm like, screw this game. I just uninstalled it. Um, the next game was the Outer Worlds because that was also on Game Pass, and I was curious about that. Um, kind of like a I never played Fallout, but kind of like a RPG Fallout first person type of thing uh, set into like a futuristic type setting. But like all the technology is old, like all the monitors are big CRT monitors and like you can still travel and at the speed like, no, like skips, skip speed. I think the skips trace something like that. So like there's like FTL travel, but it's like the ships are just like these big rust buckets type of thing. And I did uh, probably about 10 to 20 hours in that game and then got to a point where I'm like, okay, this is just like every other game of like this. So I didn't have much desire to play it anymore. See, it was I've like, heard that game is only like 25 hours long. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I, I, it's I intentionally not designed to be like a fallout size game. Interesting. Cause like I did the first zone, maybe, maybe my estimate was too high then. Cause I did the first zone. I did every quest in the first zone and explored quite a bit. And then I went to the next zone and it was the same thing where you go to a new place, talk to one guy, one guy tells you where everything's at. And it's just like a rinse repeat thing. And the story wasn't all that interesting for me, but I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and give it a shot later on. Um, but seems that I got on a whim, had a good ratings on steam. And I picked it up. The designer of this game who was like a small, I think it's like one guy. Uh, he, he describes this fourth one as a math simulation dressed up as a game and you have guns and all these different stuff on and the really amazing thing is, is that everything in the game is based on a physics engine. So when you shoot a weapon at a creeper, it will blow up and it will ripple through the whole pool. So that's why they say it's a math simulation because literally all it is is just math equations. And they even talk about it. There was like a live stream that the, the amount of equations and math that went into getting the creeper to actually... Uh, react in a realistic way was what was there's like shields that will that you can you can produce and it hit your sh and there was like since it was a um it was a sphere there was like little pockets and those little blobs would fall in the pockets and stay there and since they didn't hit the ground they didn't explode there was so there wasn't like any creeper above me so i thought that was really interesting but pretty much it's like you you have to go through a world you have to either get the creeper out of your way by destroying it or pushing it or or all the stuff and each each the each of the levels is the same thing during the campaign like you always have to get to these these towers put a resource into them and then warp off of the land trying to get back home so that's like a rinse repeat which is i don't really care the actual story is is interesting but not why i actually play but yeah i i'm really enjoying it i think i'm i think um maybe eight or nine levels in i think there's like maybe 12 in the campaign but yeah it's it's a it's very challenging the level i'm in right now i've played all morning but i'm trying to do it in a, in a way that i'm not supposed to do it i think i'm almost 100 sure this wasn't the way that it was, it was meant to be played but i i started it and i'm kind of in for the long haul now so i probably won't beat the time on this game on this level but i am enjoying it this is not the way yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> definitely not the way but uh but yeah it is it is a it is a good game for anybody out there who likes strategy who likes resource management because that's a big part of it and likes blowing stuff up man you had me at two out of three <laughs> <laughs> um and then another game that I've been playing, which I've already beaten, called uh, Mindustry. Uh, best game I ever played under five bucks. <laughs> you can, you can actually. I think it's six now. I think it used to be five. I think it's six bucks. It's actually free on mobile, which I don't know how you play this game on mobile, but I think it. I think it's it's maybe if you had like a tablet with a with a with a with a pen. Um, but. Um, also a resource management game, uh, efficiency game, but like there's, it's wave-based. So this had a huge 6.0 patch release that actually rewrote the almost the entire game. They added a whole bunch of stuff to it, 
the uh, campaign is all different now. So I'm actually doing it again with somebody else because it actually is multiplayer, which is kind of cool. So you can actually load into the first game in the of the of the campaign. You you make it a multiplayer game. Invite somebody. They join your game, and then as you play the 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 campaign and go to other levels, the other person stays in your game. So you don't have to keep on inviting them every single level. They just travel with you as you as you play. And it gives you two little people on there that can kind of separate duties out. One be like fighting against the waves and like one managing resources kind of thing. So that multiplayer is actually a lot of fun. And I'm actually really, really enjoying that. I haven't heard of any of those last two games that you talked about. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I just kind of search through Steam sometimes and look at reviews of games and looking at the number of like overwhelming or like mostly positive or positive reviews is, is great. But I will usually go through on a game like this that I, I am curious about. And I actually, I will read quite a few of the reviews to see what people are actually saying about the game instead of just looking at the number of actual um, like reviews, number of positive reviews. So if they all say the same thing over and over and over and over again about the game being good, then I'll, I'll, I will give it a shot if I've never watched a gameplay video of it. So I think Ryan also is pretty big about watching videos before he buys games, right? Yeah. Usually I do. I do a little research cause I just, I bought so many games that I've played an hour or two and then just never touch again. You know, like uh, you were talking about what was the, the darkest dungeon. Yeah. Yeah, I played that for a couple hours and I was like, yeah, this is game is just not for me. It's too. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Uh, so there were and, and, you know, it was rated really well. And I went, oh, yeah, this looks cool. And I played it and was disappointed. So. See, that's why I like Game Pass, you know, despite I'm the sure price. there's misgivings about that, that, uh, that approach to, to game distribution and so forth. I'm sure there's, you know, long-term problems with it or something or whatever. I don't really care that much right now. You know, I can look at, hopefully, you know, what is a a good list of games, several of which I'm like, I was really curious about that, but I didn't want to pay X amount of money and then probably not get a refund because digital rights for consumers in this country are terrible. So now it's on Game Pass. Like, there's a game on there, um, Playtale, which is weird, adventure story-based narrative set in, like, the 15th century or something. It's just, it's like mostly a puzzle game, I think. But I didn't really want to pay, like, 40 bucks for that game. It's on Game Pass. I'll totally try it out. And if I don't like it, I didn't spend anything extra to uninstall it. You know, it's... That aspect of Game Pass is what keeps me sticking with it. Yeah, that that's. I mean, I, I kind of did that, and when it was five bucks a month, I thought, hey, that's that's not too bad. I can play and try out things. And but they've they've upped the price to ten bucks for the PC version now, and I don't think it's worth ten bucks a month. I respectfully disagree. So well, I I'm in between both of those. The thing that I hate about the subscription service is that there are so many of them. EA, Ubisoft, Microsoft, you know, it's, it's, it's origin. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the icons that I have on my desktop right now. So those are all the ones that I've had in the past. And like, if there was like one, if there was one 
um, subscription service gameplay thing where I would be able to play 75, 80% of the games that came out and it was 15 bucks a month. Hell yeah, I would pay 15 bucks a month. But like I would, Ryan said, like 10 bucks shoot could be worth it sometimes. It really all depends on what games are currently on it, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's, I would, I don't do this, which is my fault, but a lot of people take the approach with, you know, video streaming services. You know, I'll sign up for HBO Max for a month, watch all the stuff they put out there that I want to watch, and then cancel it. And then, you know, maybe sign up for Netflix for a couple months and watch stuff I want there and then cancel it. I'm bad about keeping my subscriptions live, <laughs> which is my bad. Um, but even for something like this, you know, it's, oh, they, they added these two games I really wanted to check out. So here's 10 bucks. And, and hopefully, again, hopefully I'll play through them in that month. And that's always a concern with people with, you know, lives and time constraints. But none of us have lives right now. We're all stuck at home. This is true. So I, I, I see both sides. I'm also, I keep finding deals on the subs. Like, you know, Best Buy was selling. I think it was three month ultimate subs for like half off. So it ends up being like $8 a month for three months um, to cover both my console and my PC. I was like, yeah, sign me up. And I think just having PC was what also like, it should be less. Yeah. It's that was, that was my big thing is, is the, the limited amount of games that they had available. And most of them were, let's be fair, pretty bad indie titles. Um, I don't agree with that, though. See, I, I do. I looked at a lot of these games and I went, these are like somebody first attempt at making a video game here. I, <laughs> I mean, let's see. Alien they're, they're Isolation's like, on here. Got a good old Astroneer. Battletech. Bridge Constructor. Port. I wouldn't count. Um, got your carry on. It's on here. I mean, that's that's still pretty cool, right? City Skylines, the only modern Sim City anyone cares about. I did, I did, I did beat and uh, play finish uh, carry on. Dishonored two, uh, Doom Eternal's coming out. If it didn't get there already, I think it came out this week. Actually, snooze. <laughs> and and, I, and it, well, it's, it's hard for me to, to talk too much trash about it because I did I did play quite a few games and all the way through. You know, I played all the dang Halo games on here pretty much. So, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm very... not trying to sell you on the service or anything. No, I, I subscribed to it. I think for three months. Oh uh, crap! They have Gris on here. So. Oh well. Oh, do they really? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh well. That's funny. You should you should get it. But I already paid for it on PlayStation. But this way you can play it on PC in the comfort of your computer chair. But my couch is pretty good too. I guess that's true. It's a, you know, half of one, six dozen of the other. I don't know if I played it. I don't know if I played it on a controller or on a keyboard, to be honest. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think it really matters, to be honest. Well, it's good. I mean, there, there are just some games that are way better to play on the controller, like, like Hades. I wouldn't go back to the computer. That's... Oh yeah, that on the gamepad. I mean, for sure, for sure. Which is actually the reason why I bought a new controller because I only figured out my old one wasn't working or stopped working because I was playing that game. Yep, I bought a new one too because I wanted a wireless one. So, okay, you didn't have a wireless one before. No, I had a an old was it three sixty or yeah 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 the old three sixty wired version I got. I don't know, 10 years ago. Yeah, I had that same one, <laughs> and and I was like, this one was on sale for forty bucks, and I went, I'm gonna buy it. 
Hooray for sales. Right, Hooray right. for sales. Uh, we've been talking for a while. Um, yeah, we have, yeah. Anything else you guys want to mention? I, I think I think I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. Oh wait, no, sorry, one more thing. Uh, something that slipped underneath the radar somehow. I have no idea. Ready Player Two came out last week. The book. The book. Yeah. Huh. Exactly. I'm like, how did I not hear about this? I didn't see any ads for it anywhere. I mean, obviously, yes, I don't watch TV. Blah blah blah. But like, no, like they didn't put anything on YouTube. There was nothing on Facebook, and I think that would be something that they would kind of like, you know, push something. So I tried to buy it, and the paperback is twenty five bucks. the The hardback is fifteen, but I won't get it for like a week and a half. Or I could have paid twenty five got for the for the paperback and got it got it today. Twenty five exactly for how, why is it a paperback more? Is it is it like those big paperbacks where it's not the mass market size? Well, it's it's it was large print. To be fair, it did say large print, which I don't really care. I I prefer paperback over hard hard uh, hardback. But I mean, for ten bucks, you got to I'll buy a hardback. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was I was I was I was surprised. A friend of mine says, "Oh, I just listened to this book. Uh, like I was, I really liked it." I'm like, "Wait, what? Ready Player Two? I thought he was joking at first. <laughs> I thought he was like I thought he was making it up. I'm like, no, that's not real. Uh and then um the the gentleman who I'm blanking on his name right now who wrote um the oh god, I'm looking on the name of the book too, the Mars one. With The Martian? The Martian, yes, thank you. I don't care why Andy Andy Weir W E I R. He wrote his second book is also out and it's called um Touch the A. Yes. It's the same name of a goddess that is in Arinth- no, Artemis. Artemis, yes. Uh, and that's I guess I read the blurb on it and it's, it takes place on the moon. So I'm like, okay. It's like a I read it, I read it last year, early in the year. Oh, remember. you did? I did. Did you like it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, I'm sh- as I'm sorry to totally just like take over as a book. It was fine, but I, I like the Martian so much because the main character was so good. Yeah. And I hated the main character in Artemis. Oh, so I just couldn't like, I wasn't attached to it at all. I had no investment. I was just like, you suck. Was the writing we, good at least? Was it the same level of writing? Writ- I think so. Okay. It just I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't, I didn't throw it down because I was like, this is terrible dialogue. I was just like, you suck. Stop saying words. I got you. I got you. That's just my opinion. Okay. You suck. <laughs> Stop saying words. <laughs> I think that's going to be a new insult for me. Wow. I need the plot, the exposition to take center stage here, not the dialogue from this character because she sucks. Nice. I did hear that it was a, a main character was a woman too, so... And Jeez. it's not because she's a woman. Jeez. I'm going to put that out there. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it, uh, what can I say? The Martian's character, the protagonist, is so good. Like It just makes yeah. everything else so hard to compare to it. And I think and, I would have likened it just the same if it was a woman for the Martian as well. I don't think it would have. It, it, I can tell you right now, it wouldn't have mattered. Like It wouldn't have changed anything. It, was, it still sucked. It was still hard. Man or woman getting stuck <laughs> I mean, on figure. Obviously, yeah, okay. Not yeah. that the book sucked, but it, it sucked being that person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Being stuck on on Mars by yourself. Yeah. 
But you know, I I've gone back and read The Martian several times, so it is one of it is which is why I was surprised I didn't hear about that book either, the second one. So it's kind of weird that these 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 second books of these very well known feature length film books, you know, type of thing, yeah. didn't get I, noticed. You have a point. I would have thought Ready Player Two releasing would have had some fanfare, and I For had sure. no idea, even on like nerd forums. Yeah, didn't see anybody like, mention it. Nothing, nothing, nothing on Reddit. Like I said, that, Amazon yeah, itself surprising. didn't. Yeah, that they know as on Amazon either, like on the front page or like suggested since I bought the book from that from Amazon, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I bought Ready Player, Ready Player One from Amazon. Huh. Actually, twice. I think I bought it for somebody else, too. So come on. Come on, Amazon. See, I didn't like the first book, so I don't really care. But you're that's weird. just my opinion. I did buy the 4K disc of the movie. Because the movie doesn't bother me, and it's a very, very pretty movie. <laughs> and it was like eight dollars, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'm in." And see, and I loved, I loved the book. Different strokes, man. I know, right? I get it. I get it. Some people have standards, some don't. <laughs> some people have taste, um, some don't. <laughs> so, so speaking of books, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up my own uh, list here. Um, you guys might remember me talking about the space western with sex that I was yes. reading. Yes, yes. I, I finished the trilogy. Oh, uh, all of them. Uh, yeah, I, I blasted through them from the library. Um, if you are going to read this series, you should read the first book and forget that it's a series. Oh. Because the second and third books are just rehashes in the worst way. It's almost amazing how much of a carbon copy they are in terms of the story beats and what happens and how things play out. They're just a different sister each time. But it's, I was like, what? They all have their little quirks that they have to come to terms with over the course of the book, but the same shit happens over and over. And it's just less and less interesting over time. I finished the series because I do that sometimes. I'm like, ah, I might as well finish this out now. <laughs> but I read the first book. If you're interested, just stop. Pretend it's the only one there is. Okay. That's my review. I haven't put it on good re- good reads yet, but that's what's going to say. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> what was the name of that again? The first book? Uh, Polaris Rising. Okay, okay, okay. Polaris something. I think I looked it up on in, on Amazon, so it should be somewhere in my search history. Yeah, Polaris Rising, Aurora Blazing, Chaos Reigning. I think that's what the. Oh God, those are. titles. Yeah, that too. <laughs> They're all named after ships. It's okay. I don't know. I don't. It's one of those things now. I, I found this new author, right? And I kind of like what she was doing. And now I've read the rest of what she wrote. And I'm like, I'm kind of done with you unless you come up with something wildly different and interesting. Oh, well. But yeah, I think uh, I think I'm I'm good on my side. Yeah, I don't. Brian, you're all. I mean, I, there's nothing else I've really been doing, really. Um <laughs> I don't know. I'm okay. playing playing Sea of Thieves, an old classic. But uh, besides that, no, nothing. That old classic from 2018. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, yeah. It's uh, been a nice conversation. Good catch up on stuff. It's been a few weeks since we recorded last, and I'm gonna put it out there that being December 6th, if we record again this year. It'll probably be in a couple of weeks because after that's Christmas. So, and the, and the holidays start up in earnest at that point. Yeah, I I floated the idea with with Ryan. I might as well put it on the recording here. Uh, if I happen to get a microphone, that would make sense of doing like a live. Not live wouldn't be live, 
but <laughs> bringing something to the Christmas gathering with other people who also play games uh, just for fun. But we'll see if that plays out. Yeah, because like I said, who knows what's going to happen between then and now because it could go into lockdown. Who knows? Yep. So I guess uh, that being said, thanks guys for for hopping on again. Uh, I'm hungry, so I'm going to have some lunch. But stay safe. And I don't know, Godspeed for this year to actually end. That would be nice. (laughs) And we'll catch you next time. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy. Bye.